Welcome to Didn't See That Coming, the podcast that shares those true life stories that blindside us. You will laugh, cry, and root for these women as they navigate their lives with humor, grace, and grit. Now buckle up for their summer tour where they feature special guests throughout the season. Here are your hosts, Dana, Tara, Erica, and Emily. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh, we have a fifth high. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine of our summer tour. I just told you not to say numbers. I know. We got kind of <laughs> messed up on our numbers, but it's the next episode. Ooh, Counting da, is da, 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 da. There it is. So we have our guest this week is Kayla. We Hello. work together and I'm obsessed with her. So she had Yay. to come on. She's a big fan of the podcast, which we love. Um, I don't, we haven't. Uh, I get to spend a lot of time with her, but the rest of the group yeah, doesn't. Yeah, she keeps her for but herself. It's very rude. I do. I'm very selfish <laughs> in that way, but we're still going to go around and do what we always do. So, Erica? Yes. Well, I met Kayla at um, a party I had for Dana recently, and I'm pretty sure that you're a witch or a warlock or some <laughs> sort of, like, enchantress <laughs> because Kayla brought me, a, like, flowers, like, a, you know, in the cutest vase, but, like, just a bouquet of flowers. These flowers lasted for a month. <laughs> I was like, they're still alive. She's all, she what kind of voodoo? on these flowers. And I need to know what it was. Voodoo. What did you put on these I'm like, are, are they real? They're real. Why are they still alive? <laughs> <laughs> like, I bought flowers after, and those flowers died before <laughs> Kayla's flowers. <laughs> so then every party just went around Kayla's flowers. Did Come you? on. <laughs> these are the colors of this party. <laughs> we still and have these flowers. <laughs> Thank you for the, that the witchcraft Did you check it for cameras? Like, they were... Kayla. Do. No cameras, I promise. <laughs> so I really like that show you guys were watching last week. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tara, I bet you that's hilarious. That's amazing. I This is literally the second time I've met you. The first time was what Erica was talking about. The Cruella de Vil, I think, party is oh, the first yeah, time I met you. That was an awesome party. And yeah, so, awesome. so I'm so excited to see you again. And you're amazing. And I'm all in immediately. <laughs> You're so cute and fun and funny and happy and yeah, I'm excited to get to know you more. Yay. I don't have any like past stories because I've just met you. <laughs> yeah, she's a perfect fit. But for we're going to have them yeah. soon, right, yeah, Dana? Yeah, we are. Part, this is going to be part of it. Emily, yeah. what about you? Anything you want to say? Um, so same. I just met her at the party and then I just met her now and we're, we may be hiring her as our manager. Right. Um, yeah. She's already like, she's, uh, way more put together she's than all, we are. I'm sorry. Where's the door? No, to you, get out of here? you cannot steal her from me. <laughs> she led with, the, she replaced it, fucking Trevor. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she led with, um, a reference to Erica's favorite thing. Podcast. Podcast. Yes. She led with tattoos for Tara. And then yeah. she told me she was type A. We are all in. We're, We're all in. in. Guess She's what, like, Dana? I'm you're out. So I actually was, we were hiring for a new person at our um, job. And oh, so I was like, we are? <laughs> no. Yes. We had, uh, I forget where we were, Indeed probably online. So I was fielding all the the preliminary applicants and stuff. And she was scheduled for an interview. This is when I knew I loved Kayla. She asked me what she should bring or anything. And I said, oh, just probably, first of all, she asked. Nobody else right. asked <laughs> before yeah. the interview. And then I said, oh, just, just a notebook or, you know, or if you want to ask questions. She's like, oh, I always have a notebook and pen with me. I was like, well, she's in. She's hired. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> you don't even come to the interview. Yeah. You're just in. Yeah. Um, and it's just been amazing. Okay. So, you know, obviously the name of 
our podcast is Didn't See That Coming. So, and obviously, like we said, none of us really know that much about you. So I'm really excited about this. So mm-hmm. take her away. What is your, which one did you pick? Or All right. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. No pressure. <laughs> so I had a few, didn't see that coming. But as I was thinking about it, I was like, this is a podcast. Anybody can listen. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to share. <laughs> uh, but I think the biggest one and the one that Dana has seen me kind of experience with, especially the last few months is, uh, in November of 2020, I was diagnosed with interstitial cystitis, which is an autoimmune-related condition. It's caused by some sort of autoimmune disease, but they don't know what exactly that disease is. And basically, the symptoms of that are pain in your pelvis, um, swelling of your bladder. Uh, a very classic symptom is IC belly, which is uh, basically where your bladder swells up to seven times its normal size. So you, oh my you look pregnant, oh my your belly is very swollen. You have a lot of, with your pelvis expanding in such a rapid rate, it really is very painful. Um, but most of the symptoms tie into the symptoms you would experience if you had a UTI or a mm. um, yeast infection. Oh Ouch. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Which, as women, you know, that is like yeah. the worst feeling. Not great. Mm-hmm. So I experienced those symptoms for two years straight with no diagnosis. Oh um, my God. Wow. wow, that's frustrating. Jeez. It was very frustrating. I had over 24 negative urine cultures oh and urinalysis done in two years with no answers, no antibi- antibiotics to treat. And then finally in November, the beginning of November, 2020, I was referred to a pelvic specialist in New Mexico. You're all, it's about damn time. I yeah, know. I was tight. like, guys, two years. I'm not crazy. And right. I mean, I'm not saying that doctors are all sexist, but a lot of them are like, you're a woman, you're complaining about your period. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. really? For two Which, years, bro. Two years. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part was and you're that, like, I have that every month on yeah. top yeah. of this like, wow. that's happening yeah. for two years. What's weird is that it gets worse around that time, but it's yeah. constant. So that's obviously not my period. Yeah, it's not my period. No yeah. offense, but I'm not bleeding 24-7. So right. I know it's not that. Yeah. Another part of that was that I've been in a relationship for many years and it started to affect like our sexual health, right? Yeah. Like it's painful during sex when you have interstitial cystitis. Yeah. yeah. Your bladder's swollen. You have the symptoms of a yeast infection or a UTI. Oh. Not oh. to make fun of this, but can I use that as an excuse to not have sex with my husband? <laughs> well, Jack thought I was. He was like, girl, I love you, but you're making excuses. And I, I you're taking feel, this a little far. Yes. And I started to feel guilty because I was yeah. like, something, I'm not providing to my partner what I would like to provide to him. And also, I'm not feeling fulfilled myself. Yeah. And so, yeah. Did you this, feel like you were going crazy <clears throat> a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I felt like I was going crazy for my whole life, but that really, <laughs> that really that's sealed a, the deal. That's for another time. This was another <laughs> crazy. Always had really bad periods. I've always had anxiety. Mm. I've always dealt with bouts of depression. I've always had IBS. And so I knew something was wrong. In 2015, I had an endoscopy and they diagnosed me with IBS, but they didn't know what other contributing factors were there. I was still experiencing the symptoms that I have now. And typically interstitial cystitis is diagnosed like in your mid to late thirties. And Mm. so for me, I got diagnosed early in my life and it's not very common for someone to be diagnosed at my age. And so how old are you? 28 almost. Oh my gosh. So I got diagnosed at like, (laughs) so I got diagnosed right after I turned 27. Wow. And they were like, that's not very typical. And frankly, a lot of women who get diagnosed this early have complications later in life, whether it's with conceiving or all these different factors. And so I knew I needed to get this under wraps. Yeah. Yeah. Not an option not to get it under wraps. Right. So that was kind of a blessing. 
blessing to get diagnosed this Absolutely. early. On. And to not feel crazy anymore. To finally yeah. have a doctor who is like, this is what I think is going on. We're right. going to run these series of tests and see if it's what it really is. And she finally for once validated that what I was feeling, because when you go in monthly or two times a month or three times a month and you have these urine tests done and they say nothing's wrong, you're perfectly healthy. It's the most infuriating thing. You're like, thing. are you like, serious? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm sick. I right. feel sick You're like, all well, the time. I'm not like, feeling I know well. something's wrong. Something yeah. Definitely wrong. My <laughs> stomach is swollen like I'm six months yeah. pregnant, and I'm definitely not because I'm not having sex. So. Right, right. <laughs> Some things are wrong Because it hurts here. to have sex. Right, so. exactly. So it felt validated and also gave Jack an understanding and a way to support me in a way that he didn't have before. He was always very kind and sweet and nurturing. It's just in his nature. He's just like that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But I also sensed his like frustration. Frustration, yeah. And yeah. it's very for him to know that there's something legitimately wrong that he can support me with gave him ammunition to help me mm-hmm. and a, like and empowered him more than yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't imagine the feeling yeah. of like that first doctor's appointment where they're like, we actually know what this is. Yes. So she's like, yeah. so you can was do it this finally business. a woman doctor that? Yes, her name. I'm just gonna throw her out there. Yeah, do I it. I think she's amazing, Doctor Williams at um, uh, Women's Pelvic Specialty Care mm-hmm. um, nice. at Loveless Women's Hospital. Shout out! She's awesome. Amazing. So she's friends, maybe start with the female if you're having issues, issues. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your doctor for a referral. I got a referral from a doctor at. I go to a women's specialty specialty clinic. Excuse me for most of my needs yeah <laughs> regardless Business. of what it is <laughs> right yeah. because i just really trust them and yeah. a gal who's no longer with them she went to work in her home state actually but she referred me to dr williams she said i think that this doctor is someone who can if not diagnose you at least point you in the right direction awesome. and she was the first person who really took what i was saying seriously i said look lady yeah i've been going to doctors <laughs> for a long time and nobody believes me. And yeah. so something is seriously wrong and I need help. Yeah. And she Good pointed for you. me Good to for the doctor. Good yeah. for Absolutely. Yourself. Well, when it started to affect my relationship, that's yeah. the point that I was like, okay, yeah. something needs to be done about this. Yeah. I can't live this way forever. And I didn't expect my partner to put up with yeah. me not having answers either and him just like me expecting him to support me. Yeah. You know? Right. Definitely. So I felt really very... Um, secure and safe and happy when I finally got my diagnosis but I was also in big time denial she was like here's this is how we treat this there are basically you get diagnosed you can try medication there are no antibiotics this is not a disease that is curable it's something I'll experience for the rest of my life and it will likely get worse as I get older you're like that's Um, not what I was looking for (laughs) yeah and it's actually much more common than I thought it was it affects about 15 to uh, 20 percent of U.S. women wow Wow. oftentimes it's big number it's a big number and it's often misdiagnosed as endometriosis which is also often misdiagnosed mm-hmm. as interstitial cystitis. They're very, very similar mm. and very closely related. Interesting. It's really kind of funky how close all of that is. Yeah. So it's been quite an experience and yeah. I definitely didn't see that coming kind of thing. Yeah. But um, with treatment and changing my diet and listening finally to my doctor's advice, she told me in November, you need to go on the GAPS diet. And What's I said, that? no. Basically, you eat nothing. You don't eat anything. You eat some grass. <laughs> That's all you eat. <laughs> Consume some stress and you're good. That's it. That's it. Dang, I'm going to be skinny and no, right? <laughs> yeah. You got We've this, We've been girl. doing that for a few months. What's happening? Right? <laughs> so I was like, absolutely not. But actually, in June, uh, Jack and I went to visit uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their little 
seven-month-old baby. But Aww. wait, you have to say Aww. her name because it is so cute. Penelope. Aww. Cute. Oh, she is precious, and I'm obsessed with her. They Aww. live in Portland. I'm Adorable. trying to convince them to move here. Um, she, so when my niece was born and my sister-in-law started breastfeeding, she was realizing that my niece was having a really severe reaction on her skin to her breast milk. Mm. And so she, it got so bad that her skin was, it was really severe. She looked like a little red pumpkin and she's Aww. a very pale little baby. Her mm. skin was so irritated. And so Annie changed her diet completely and went on what's similar to the GAPS diet, which is an anti-inflammatory diet. Mm -hmm. If you know much about autoimmune, it's all an anti-inflammatory response to some sort of trigger inside of your body. Mm -hmm. And so my doctor told me to try this diet in November. I was shocked with having a diagnosis and a medication to try. So I was like, lady, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just gave Girl, me a lot uh, It's to almost Christmas. Right. Cookies are coming out. No, I was like, you're telling me to give up all the things I love and only eat the things I hate. So no. <laughs> so that's a no. That's a no for me. So I'll exactly. consider it. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you later. So I, in May, I started bladder installments, which is basically where they take a catheter and um, heparin and they make a solution and insert it into your bladder through a catheter. It's very painful. It's a terrible oh, experience. Gosh, I cannot even it imagine. It medicates your bladder. It is supposed do to heal. Are you? Do you go to the hospital for this? And like, I go to the pelvic specialist for this. Okay. And so her so nurse it's like does they, it. You do it while. Is it like a day treatment and then you yeah. go home? So I go in, it takes about an hour start to finish. Like when they check you in, Oy. you sit in there, they put this like very painful big catheter into your bladder and then oh, gosh. give you the solution. You lay on your stomach for 10 to 20 minutes on your back, 10 to 20 minutes and you go one I time can't even lay on my stomach, much less with a <laughs> catheter in. Right. I was like, How do you yeah, do what that? kind of torture is this? Yeah. <laughs> this is not fun. Um, so you do that for one time a week for four weeks Wow! and you see if the treatment works. Well, mm -hmm. the end of May, um, they tell you two weeks until your treatment, you know, if it works two weeks in, I, it's middle of June and I said, it doesn't work. It didn't oh. work for me. No, no. I'm not experiencing any relief. And yeah. it was such a traumatizing thing. I remember the first oh. appointment she put the catheter in and she left the room and I just cried because it was yeah. so painful. I cannot imagine. And isolating and you feel so alone. That's and awful. It was yeah. scary and they didn't let anybody back with me. My poor mother brought me to all of these appointments and finally like the third one in, they let her come into the room. Was after. this all during COVID? Oh, gosh. Yeah. This was this year. This yeah. year. Oh, so we had still, opened like, up. During but... COVID, like I had to wear a mask to my appointments and yeah. everything. It was just a very isolating experience. Yeah. And then to feel like it didn't work yeah. And then we I went to visit. I cannot imagine your disappointment and frustration with that. And you know how stressful our jobs are. So I <laughs> I on walked top in, of that. I walked in and as soon as I saw her, I was like, what's wrong? And she told me, I was like, I'm, and she just started crying. I was like, I'm so Ugh. sorry. Ugh. I try really, I'm all, I've always been a prideful person in the fact that I don't really share a lot about my life and the trials and tribulations And you came on it. the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had this to choose the right makes thing. You I was do scared. crazy things. Exactly. This is like yeah. immune. Don't therapy. tell me you like it. I'll make you do it. <laughs> Seriously, I was. It just. It. This is very outside of my norm. But I also feel like this is a platform that yeah. you guys have, where yeah. so many people are so not knowledgeable about this kind of thing that so many women and men suffer from. That's right. the thing is yeah. it's oh. not just something that affects women. It affects men too. About ten percent of men in the world are wow. affected by interstitial cystitis. And so it's something that needs more awareness. People yeah. need to know about what this thing is that goes on that maybe yeah. affects their partner that they don't yeah. know about, right? 
So when I got that news that it didn't work and I knew it didn't work because I still had the symptoms, I just broke down. I like hit my limit and I just didn't know what to do. Mm. I felt broken. So I called my doctor and I scheduled another series of bladder installations because basically if it's not bladder installations and it's not electrostimulation therapy where they actually hook e-stem machines up to your bladder and give you shock therapy. Yeah. Then it's surgery to replace your bladder, which oh, wow. means you can no longer have children and mm. so oh, many that's other a big, things, yeah. which are huge factors for us. We want yeah. a family and we right. want to be able to raise babies. My whole life, all I've wanted is to be a mom. And Jack is very supportive of that. And to know that this is something that could potentially affect that, we were like, we're going to do everything we can to yeah. stop that to not, from happening. Yeah. Right. So we went to Portland. We visited Annie. She was on this crazy diet. So she's on the GAPS diet too. It's very similar, but not the same. Okay. Um, so she's like, you should really try this diet out. Oh, gosh, damn it. Why is it? Like, I see oh, the same diet. <laughs> I'm like, this is just like a Portland Just shock thing. my bladder. <laughs> that sounds so much better. I don't want to give up chocolate. Right. So she's like, try this diet. Taro just, just exited yep. the room <laughs> when you I, said no chocolate. I gave it up for three weeks, and I was like, this is really got, miserable. This is yeah. bad. This is hurting but my partner I, even more than my bladder yeah. situation. <laughs> So she tells me about this diet and she, I'm like, what's the name of this? And she says the GAPS diet. And I was like, okay, my doctor told me to do this in November. And I said, no, so I'm going to do it now. Why not? Yeah. So we got back from Portland, like the last week of June and I started this diet and I've been on it now for seven weeks. It's a very exclusionary diet, but because of it, I haven't had any symptoms of my autoimmune wow. for a month. Wow. wow. I haven't had That's amazing super amazing. I've had lifelong anxiety about because of a lot of things that happened that I'm not going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Hi, uh, you're coming we'll get back. There, you know? <laughs> um, as a kid, just like a really kind of crazy existence. And so I, I've always suffered from some level of anxiety, but I felt like I had it managed. But even like waking up every morning. I knew morning, you fit in with this group. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, I got this. And then I'm internally like, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh. Like freaking out. <laughs> But I didn't I know that voice spoke to you too. <laughs> she lives with me also. <laughs> I know that girl. We're friends. Um, so I haven't had any anxiety symptoms what? other than when I found out about Megacamp today. <laughs> Great, Dana. Little, Good no, job. It's not her fault. <laughs> just the, Austin the fear of down. not oh. having control over a situation yeah. is really what peaks it. But for two weeks, I haven't had any anxiety. I don't know anxiety. what that's like at all. And yeah. I, cried to Jack weeks ago, I will never know what a life without anxiety is Aww, like. Dang. And finally, because of this, I do. And the Aww. reason being, and this is something that I think a lot of people don't know about, but 95% of your serotonin comes from your gut, gut, right? Yes. It's manufactured in your gut. And so your serotonin controls your happiness and your depression and this, that, and the other. And people with IC often have depression. They often have anxiety. They often have IBS, all of these mm. things that I have been able to work with my doctor, mm -hmm. of course, but to take care of just by changing my diet. And That's so we're amazing. waning me off of a medication she put me on wow. and changing everything. Wow. Wow. So it's pretty special, but it was a big time didn't see that coming yeah. moment because I never expected Absolutely. it. How did, when you started yeah. the diet, what were you allowed to eat? Nothing. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, so uh, GAPS diet is an anti-inflammatory diet. Basically, you subtract everything from your diet except for bone broth, cooked vegetables, and cooked meats, boiled meats specifically, for the first week. 
then you slowly add things back in, but you never add in soy, you never add in grains, you never add in um, corn, no starches, so it's no dairy. It's a very... But you have been able to Emily add just walked back out in, of the right? room next because you said no dairy, which yeah. means no cheese. Right. So I'm a big dairy person, and I've always loved wine. That's my favorite thing. Luckily, you're allowed to have dry and, uh, red and white wine. You can also have vodka. Um, but the So I'm still in. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got this. The full diet is much more... There's tons of stuff that can be in the full diet, but it's a four- to six-week diet for the introductory diet. You start with like the most basic things. Everything is cooked. It's really easy for your body to break it down, really easy for your body to digest. The whole point of the diet is to heal your gut. Mm. And so if you heal your gut and your gut's producing serotonin like it's supposed to be, you're happier, you're healthier, you have more energy, and your body's able to heal itself from the inside, which is kind of a crazy that's so amazing. interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I was always so like, so interesting. So you almost they, got me convinced. Almost. But they you know. say your gut is an actual second brain it because is. of all the chemicals. So I was well, like, mine is real smart. <laughs> 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 it's very large and smart. Oh, my God. It was like, I hate you, brain. girl. <laughs> I always thought I ate so healthy. I was like, we shop at Whole Paycheck. Everything's good. <laughs> That's such a perfect <laughs> name for that. Yeah. Uh, no, I was eating so bad compared to how I eat now. And so it's in these weird stages. Like at first I couldn't eat any fruit because it's no sugar either. So you can't have even natural sugars. And I was like, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. This is why I didn't want to do it in November. But yeah. Jack was super yeah. supportive and he's like, I'll eat boiled meats and stew with you, baby. I got this. Aww. Like, let's do it. And so I was like, get you a guy okay. that'll eat stew. Exactly. <laughs> or like every meal for six weeks. Disclaimer, it sucks. Yeah. Um, so Were we you did really that. grumpy at, in the beginning? You know I was. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you were at work with me. <laughs> yes. I had to send her an apology text. Like, I'm sorry I've been a witch for three weeks. I know I've been Told miserable. you she was a witch. No. What's uh, sad I really is want that. a Snickers, but I'm having bone broth. <laughs> so excuse my behavior. Right? What's sad uh, is that I had to send her a text too, but I'm not even doing this diet. <laughs> nope. That's just your personality. Yeah. You got an apology? <laughs> What's sad is I was doing this diet and I Bitch. couldn't even reach out to her and say, I'm sorry. I was just miserable and a nightmare. I know. I could Actually, tell. our boss said to me the other day, he was like, so you were like a witch for three weeks. I was like, I know, but I'm good now. <laughs> he's I'm not, so great. He's Got still it. a little scared. <laughs> he's totally scared. He's like, she's scary when she's hungry. We need to feed this girl. And I'm like, I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm always hungry. All right, get this bitch some stew. Oh, my god. But that was one of the reasons I wanted you to come on is because when I – first found out when you start you started with us in what march in, april i started in january at Holy the front cow. desk <laughs> that's gone fast <laughs> and then i started in march you better uh, be march planning 8th, her one-year party Dana. yeah coming so when i when i actually got to know kayla a little bit and knew all about this i was so impressed with how much she is in a good mood and how much she is happy at work because anytime i have a headache i mean these girls know like i'm i'm just so grumpy i don't like it when i don't feel well i'm just I don't, and um, it's hard for me to be nice. <laughs> so when I don't feel good, it's extra hard. But I was really impressed with Kayla and how well she could juggle all of this, not feeling well every single day and still like be happy and engaged. Be present. And, and yeah. we don't expect you to always be like that, of course. I mean, especially with everything that's Especially when you work recently. in the office that you guys work in. Right? <laughs> especially but when you work with so Dana. Great. But you know. <laughs> 
But she's uh, one of the best parts of my job. <laughs> Let's not be mistaken. But also, now she's gonna kick us <laughs> off the podcast. Yeah. yeah, you guys get out of here. No, she's great, and honestly, that's why I chose her as my sponsor, which Jake is not happy about. It's okay. It's <laughs> yeah, all good. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> great. She was the most influential person Aww. when I signed Aww. on. Um, but I've always been the kind of person that I I never bring work and home into the same place ever and so I've always been so private and that's something that in this job has not served me like if my boss and if my coworkers and the people that I'm responsible for do not know what's going on in my life and they don't know what is affecting me and why it doesn't serve me yeah Mm -hmm. and this has forced me to get so far outside of my comfort zone I think I've cried more at this job than I've ever cried before I'm really sorry about that I'm sorry guys I'm miserable (laughs) we are pretty we're a pretty tight-knit family we are we are very open with each other and because we do want to support each other through everything well and it's so much easier to do that and this is the first job that I've had and I'm not talking poorly about the salon that I ran my business through and I'm not talking poorly about any previous employers but this is the first job that I have that I'm excited to wake up every day and go to it that I'm excited to be able to communicate and that I want to be around my coworkers, and I want everybody to be on the same page and so we had a staff night a few months ago and we all had dinner together and hung out we played a very inappropriate game and our uh, oh, we heard as all we about do. it don't worry it was so fun and our boss is like I'm framing all these pictures and <laughs> giving them to you guys on your birthdays um but it was the first time that I was like okay this is a place where I can really be myself and it's okay to be myself and it's okay to have days where I'm just not doing okay right. yeah and people will support that yeah. yeah and so I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here to share my story but also to shed some light on what I see is and how many people suffer from it and also that it's okay to not be okay all the time and it's yeah. okay to like tell the people around you what's going on in your life yeah. so that they absolutely know how to support you yeah. that's a big yeah. part absolutely. of what we try to do 100%. here is to say it's okay to not be okay yeah absolutely. Exactly. basically you know that's you have a didn't see that coming which makes right. you not okay yeah and you're yeah. you've got people supporting you now you have us yeah and I think the other part of it too is that important part that like so much of us is told, like leave your home stuff at home, like leave your baggage at the door, let you know, separate the two, la da da. But smile through there, the pain. Yeah, right. but there are other parts that you're like, okay, my work is not going to be great, and I'm yeah. going to need your support yeah. as my coworkers yeah. because things in my life are not great. Yeah. Like, and also you know, to know that other people that are around you understand. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't feel the exact thing that you feel, but they do understand and value yeah. what you feel. So, mm-hmm. like the first time I talked to Dana, when I just cried to her, like my treatment didn't work. I could not. I just couldn't function that day. Oh, yeah. No. It was it like so bad for you. Uh, it was so traumatizing. My mom heard me crying through the door. My mom's a broker yeah, at our office and she was like, oh my God. Her Save mom's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a really special thing to realize and to bring home to Jack and my family that I have coworkers who love and support me and who I can love and support as well. And so wow, if Dana has a bad nice. day or our front desk gal or if anybody in our office has a bad day to be able to be a loving and supportive hand to know that that's a safe place to be is so special i have never had that that. that. i'm so grateful i don't have and i'm never gonna leave so you can't fire me (laughs) you can't fire me no i'm here forever well actually if jake ever goes kayla and i are going (laughs) as well (laughs) it's an option we're a threesome team now i feel like yeah you know what's funny too is the gal at our front desk is 
she has been doing, and Jake and I have talked about this recently so much. She's been really doing a great job recently and excelling a lot. And he's like, if you ever need an assistant, if you ever need this, if you ever need that. And I'm like, she's going to come too if we all leave. Okay, so <laughs> she'll be there as well. Just let her know. I don't know what business we're starting, but we have the people. Right. Right. Yeah. And we're going to take Williams everyone down. Where did everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Jake did his new interview. Like, um, how do you feel about me bringing like four or five extras? <laughs> right. Here's their resumes as well. Let's just get this all. They all love to take notes. So I do love, and I want to just jump back to your didn't see that coming. I love that. Um, one, I think that if anyone's listening out there that has been struggling with undiagnosed or just not feeling well, continue to pursue until you find an Push, answer, yeah. number one. And two, and I think it gives them a little bit of hope because eventually there is an answer. Someone will figure it out. You just have to keep advocating for yourself and not make, not let the doctors or other people mm -hmm. tell you that it's nothing yeah. because you know your body, you know what you're feeling. And if it's not right, it's not right. Just keep pursuing. Absolutely. So, I like and that. just because you get one diagnosis doesn't mean that that's actually the true yeah. diagnosis. Keep fighting for your health. You have right. every right as a person to fight and advocate for your health and do it, please, because there's nothing more validating and more empowering than knowing what's going on with your health. Yeah. Seriously. Whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. And that's how, the truth of the matter is it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. At least, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. so much better to know. And I lived in ignorant mm -hmm. bliss for so long with these symptoms. Two years that I know of for sure, like solid symptoms every month. Who knows how long it was before that? Right. Who knows? Right. Where you yeah. just yeah. fell off, but you couldn't really, it wasn't significant. Right. And now yeah, that exactly. you're feeling better, I bet you're like, whoa, I really did feel like yeah. garbage. Jack yeah. is like, All what is happening? She's yeah. I like it. <laughs> She's crazy. She just cleans all the time. She's so happy. Like, what's happening? She doesn't cry so much. Like, something's all, wrong. This is awesome. <laughs> no, it's truly good. So I was hoping just real quick I could go over yeah. some Please. like yeah. symptoms of IC, treatments, diagnosis, just Please a little do. bit of general yeah. knowledge for, for sure. everybody. Absolutely. I'm very Especially with that. So amount of people else. that yes. possibly have it and being an anti-immune so mm -hmm. i feel like that that's the other probably thing. crosses so, over to lots like of things so covid right we're in this mm -hmm. like covid world and so if you have ic it's an autoimmune condition but they don't know what autoimmune disease causes it and so it's really important that you know you have it because if you don't know you have an autoimmune disease and you're for instance, not getting vaccinated or you're hanging out around a lot of people or whatever it is, especially in this time, you are immunocompromised and you need to be careful. Yeah. So just to clarify for everyone, autoimmune is your body attacking your own parts of your yes. system. So interstitial cystitis is a disease where your brain sends signals to the rest of your body that your bladder is essentially a foreign object and to attack your bladder. Oh my gosh. The lining of your bladder has a bunch of cuts and um, issues. It bleeds a lot. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a healthy, normal bladder. It's not as thick of a lining, um, which is why it's often misdiagnosed with end, as endometriosis because mm. endometriosis is a condition where the lining of your bladder actually um, grows outside of your uterus instead mm -hmm. of... Or your cells of the uterus grow outside. Exactly, instead of inside. Had, sorry, not bladder uterus. I had... Stage three endometriosis. Yes. But we didn't know until it's they went in and did the... It's not your dentia coming to exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, 
but <laughs> but that's the thing. And so many people don't know. Right. And they have these symptoms or like, for instance, last week I had my period, uh, TMI, but I had really, really like painful cramps in the left side of my body. And I called my doctor and she said, you probably have an ovarian cyst that popped during your period, which is oh. very common, oh. especially mm -hmm. with people who have IC or endometriosis. She's like, don't worry about it. But I was freaking out. I was like, this is new. Yeah, you said something this popped. Is, yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah. Mm, that's really weird because like, that's not normal. I'm trying to get rid of things, not add. <laughs> so strange. I've been feeling really good, but suddenly I had this popping pain inside yeah. of my body and I'm a little concerned. And she's an like, alien oh, going to jump out of my stomach? I would fine. not so be no, surprised. So no, no, ship shape. You're like, Wait, what? more bone broth? Actually not. Oh. So How do I heal this? <laughs> Digestive enzymes. Um, so <laughs> just kidding. So, um, interstitial cystitis is also known as bladder pain syndrome. It's basically bladder, uh, chronic bladder pain that's linked to some sort of autoimmune disease, but the exact disease is unknown and there's no current cause known and there is no cure for it. Symptoms are pain in your pelvis, frequent urination. This was something I experienced. It's up to 60 times a day. Holy, Whoa. um, 60. Wow. So what made me oh, go to the no. doctor wasn't all these other symptoms and all these negative tests. It was I was getting up 10 to 15 times at night to pee. Oh, wow. my gosh. Oh you my can't God. get girl, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I've always slept so well. And I was like, girl, <laughs> I sleep so bad right now. <laughs> this is <laughs> this not is okay. Not Something's wrong. <laughs> um, so then persistent need to urinate, uh, bladder pain, bra uh, bladder spasms, so like attacks of the bladder. Oh, similar oh. to cramps, but like a different Lower, area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, pain during sex or discomfort during sex, pain or discomfort while urinating, and then immediate relief afterwards, swelling mm. and what's known as icy belly, um, lesions on the bladder, uh, which also there are specific lesions called Hunter's lesions that some people with autoimmune disease and interstitial cystitis specifically deal with, and they are not actual cuts, they're ulcers outside of the bladder oh in specific gosh. areas. Yeah. Oh, that's which crazy. I do have, and they can see those through um, ultrasound and also specific wow. tests. Um, anxiety, depression, irritable bowel syndrome. Well, yeah, you're depressed because you feel like shit. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> guys, this isn't rocket science. <laughs> right. We feel like crap. <laughs> All the time, and you're telling us we're wrong. And, and you tell me I'm crazy. You tell me that there's nothing wrong, and I'm feeling very sad about that because I know something's wrong. <laughs> right? So weird. Um, also, fibromyalgia, which a lot of people also don't know about. And to put simply, because fibromyalgia is so, so complicated yeah. and so complicated, and I do not at all want to diminish that because it is yeah, something it that is I awful, never yeah. wish to suffer from. And I don't experience the symptom, but most people who have IC do. Um, it is, simply put, muscle pain and tenderness all over your body oh. all of the time. All over. No. But it is so much worse than that, and it is so much more than that, and I'm not going to diminish oh. that. So I'm sorry, I know guys, a lot of people you're out there that. struggling with oh, that. Gosh. Uh, diagnoses for IC, different tests that you can run, ultrasounds, cystoscopies, which you have to be put under for. Generally, it doesn't take getting to that level to be able to diagnose. With ultrasound and symptoms, it's pretty easily diagnosable. Um, bladder and urethra biopsies as well, and bladder stretching, which is just like a miserable, oh, terrible gosh. thing. It sounds miserable. It is, it really and does. I was like, Doc, just diagnose it without Girl, that. my bladder already <laughs> stretches. 
That's why I'm here. I take your word for it. We don't need yeah. to do the Have stretching. Have you seen part. me? If you well, print me out a good it. checklist, I am really good at checking boxes. So just, yeah. you know, let's just print we'll that, that sucker out. You don't no need, need to. No need for stretching. We're I good. love checklists. And I'm like, Doc, provide me with one of those. I'll tell you what the <laughs> symptoms are. And you tell me what's going on. And then we can move on yeah. without stretching my bladder. Dead. Thank you. And I don't have to go through that. And it's fine. Yeah. Right? So we don't need that. Uh, she did an ultrasound and she's like, cuts all over the bladder. And I was like, okay. all right, calm down. Great. What does this mean? Do I need a Band-Aid? What are yeah. you What are you saying, ma'am? What yeah. kind of medicine does do I use for this? And she's like, uh, you can't treat it. And I'm like, oh, diet. Yes, I can. I have soup. I'm like, jokes on you. Six months later, I'm going to find this amazing diet you told me about. And I'm going to think it's my idea. <laughs> Jokes on you, Doc. <laughs> right. I know. Hey, Doc, more than have you, you ever do. heard of this GAPS diet? It's I'm amazing. Like, <laughs> hey, lady, <laughs> I know you went to medical disease. school and all, but my sister, my sister told me about, told me about this dope diet, okay. and I'm going to do that. She made me hold a baby and then told me about a diet. I mean, so we've I all had that happen to us at one point in our life. Oh, We're telling yeah. somebody to do something over and over, and then they hear it from somebody else, and they like tell you, oh, so and so tell me I to feel do like this. And you're like, entire life. Dana's always like, I told you to do that. I'm like, but I, we don't Literally, it is. We had this experience recently at work Dana actually today Dana's like I have this amazing thing that I put together for you guys and I'm like I'm so stressed show it to me in 10 minutes or less and she's like she's like okay and she shows me this whole presentation that she's been working on for months oh and then she God. goes and tells our boss about it and he's like I have no idea what you're talking about he was in the meeting three months ago when she said she was working on it mm -hmm. yeah. he yeah. knew about it yeah I'm like buddy deer in the headlights stare he's at like, me what That's a amazing. good idea <laughs> She was like, I know, I told you about this. Literally I've had this good idea for three months, bro. He's like, I don't get why she's so stressed all the what time. What do you really like, think I'm working on? <laughs> uh, pal, uh, she's busy all the time working on this crazy project that you forgot about. That you told her was a good idea. Yeah. I told work today, I said, I'm going to have like post-party planning depression after this mega camp thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Then I got I that from you guys. It's a thing. I've got PPD. Yeah. Yeah. I said, this is trash. I hate party planning. What? I love attending them. We were almost best friends. But, but I'll make any checklist you want for your party. Okay, perfect. So we're back good. As you're all the way back I'll in. do the checklist Sorry, part. guys, you're out. As long as you do the rest of it, but I got you, though. We make good attendees. Hey. <laughs> Which is funny. We host Thanksgiving every year because I'm selfish and I don't want to go to multiple houses because we have split uh, families. Yeah. So we just have everybody come to our house. Which is so such a huge undertaking. The but stew it's is like going to be delicious this year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I know. All Here around. are bacon stuffing and... <laughs> so terrible. Here's some bone broth and vodka. Have a great day. I can have cranberries. So. Oh, cranberry sauce. I might be back into no, it'll actually be good. It's going to be fine. I This year can have way more than I could when I started right. the diet. And actually, it's been way more... It's easier to plan around than it was at the beginning. There's a ton of stuff I can eat. It's really staying away from like grains and starches. So I wanted now. to ask you about that. So it's not so much like eliminating, it's not so much finding out the culprit that's making you like an allergy would be. Like it's more like healing and then you can slowly add things back yes. in. Yes. Is there, so are you going to come across anything that you're like, oh, I can't ever have that again. That's out. clearly yeah. not right. Yeah. So click on over to the treatments checklist. <laughs> so uh, here's my. So you know we're all googling the gas <laughs> diet right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I have a ton of resources I can share because yeah. I've Please. been looking so heavily into this and it's something that can heal any sort of anti-inflammatory uh, autoimmune response in your body which or at least help treat it. Which I read the other night is uh, rates of auto autoimmune mm -hmm. disorders are skyrocketing in this generation. Skyrocketing. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. It is a huge Ugh. problem. It's I blame a really craft big beer. Deal. And also, like, craft beer is really good, and I yeah. can't have any gluten right now, so oh, I'm, I'm back out of the diet. Sorry, jealous. Sorry. I found some really great um, ciders that are low sugar because I can't have sugar right now. I'm sorry, I'm not giving everything up. Like, I'm yeah. human. I have to be. I, yes. I can't have chocolate, yeah. so I'm gonna have like wine and maybe a cider. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, it's fine. It's fine. We're all good. I'm healed. I'm fine. <laughs> So I'm going to walk you through the stages of the diet, and then I'm going to give you the last few kind of resources about yeah, ice and kind of love that's, that. Okay. Is that yes. cool to you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You've okay. got all the time in the world, so, babe. Let's talk diet a little bit. Yay. Six stages. Miserable for six weeks <laughs> is what they should call this diet. They should call this, stink, you're going to be miserable stink, for six weeks, and then you might feel better. And if you do, you'll be a little happier, but only a little. <laughs> <laughs> miserable and then less miserable is the, the following yeah, oh, all actually, stages sorry. of miserable. miserable less miserable with less symptoms yeah so that's the key right <laughs> my point was like if i don't have to take this medication forever to feel a little bit better i'll be good with yeah. that yeah. Yeah. the medication that they prescribe me is a muscle relaxant that targets your oh. pelvic region and it makes oh. me tired and so i have to take it at night and i don't oh. want to be on a muscle relaxant forever mm. well you can hand those bad boys well, over to me, me if you don't want to take them anymore it's called <laughs> hydroxyzine and i have a lot of them i know <laughs> i used to have to take it for my because i used to take it because i had weird shit but yeah, yeah um, like, when you're done like, it's it's a relaxant for your muscle your body and i'm like, and but like yeah but it also relaxes the rest of me and i have to like function because i'm in high school exactly so, <laughs> so they put it they took prescribe it to me i take it at night because it makes me fall asleep but i'm on a half dose right now and even in the morning waking up the way that i feel now i'm like whoa this is crazy this is I see why people want to get off this crap. Yeah. And I also do, but it's really nice sleeping well. No, well, when you're off it, you can pass those just bad boys melatonin. on to me. Thank you. <laughs> I know my doctor's like, it's a lifelong thing, baby. And I'm like, oh, oh sweetheart. Sorry. It's not. <laughs> Keep prescribing it. I'll fill it and sell it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't do that, guys. I'll I don't do that. to my friend Dana. Miss Grisham. She all the leftover prescriptions. Yeah, I don't know you, Miss Grisham, but please do not listen. <laughs> <laughs> She's not selling drugs or cheating on her exams. It's I okay. totally don't do any of those things. I'm really great, okay? I study really hard. I don't cheat on anything except for tests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, oh Kayla, you killed me. I am obsessed with you. I think I'm forming a crush on you. Oh, no. I'm not going oh, to lie. No. I'm cutting I her. I a girl oh, crush. <laughs> I'm good with that. Kayla I'm just so ran good. out of the room. I'm no. I'm still here, She's ladies here for and gentlemen. It. I'm so here for You crushes. are amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> let me go into kind of a little bit about the yeah. diet so it doesn't seem as scary as it sounds. It's an exclusionary diet, so at the beginning it's really restricted, but it opens up to so many amazing things that you can have. And it really, if you like to cook, kind of challenges you because you don't have an option. You have to yeah. cook. Every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want snacks, you also have to cook those. The what first, do you have for snacks? So <laughs> if you stick to the diet the way that you're supposed to, it actually uh, puts your body into a phase where you're in ketosis, which means that 
Uh, uh, most people do know, but some people don't, and some just gonna very brief overview. Go for it. Not yeah. a whole lot. Ketosis is where your body um, burns your fat cells for energy, and so when you're in ketosis, that means instead of using food for energy, your body digests the food as it's supposed to, but it burns any fat that is stored in your body as your energy, which is great. But after you burn fat, you have to have some sort of other supplement to your glucose level. Yeah. Otherwise your body is burning your muscle. And so it's really important to be able to manage that and to know when to stop the diet or when to add levels of glucose back in. Um, the first stage of the diet is boiled meats, boiled vegetables. You can't have any starchy vegetables. You can have uh, ghee, so no butter, no dairy, but clarified butter is okay. Um, yogurt that's homemade and fermented for 24 hours or more. I'm not a yogurt girl, so I was like, F that. Pass that. Pass on that. Yeah. I will not be Big fermenting time pass. in my home. Thank you <laughs> exactly. very much. No, thanks. Being in a I'm craft good. beer at eight fermenting. Exactly. And no eggs the first week, but the second week you can add in, or the second stage, I should say, raw egg yolks and so they tell you to add that to like your stews because you can't right, taste Gaston, it what are you talking <laughs> so wait if it's raw so then you take your egg okay you separate the white from the yolk, you're making yeah. white yeah and as you're like heating your soup your stew while it's still kind of on the colder side you add the yolk and stir it in so it's it kind of like it. egg drop soup but it doesn't ever almost but you don't taste the egg you don't have like actual like egg chunks in your soup because that would be effing disgusting but it's like <laughs> that would be really bad i'm not an egg gal so i would be totally repulsed by that um but it just kind of like thickens the soup a little bit and it gives you an additional level of protein once yeah. and it helps huh. you test if your body actually can tolerate eggs because a lot of people can't oh. and they don't know that and so once you tolerate that you can then add in other levels of things the second stage also has like coconut oil so the first week you can't have any sort of cooking oil at all. No olive oil, no coconut oil, no avocado oil, whatever it is you cook with, you can't use that. No butter either. So it's pretty tough. And the second stage, you can also add avocado and um, that's about it. So for two weeks, you have those things. On the third stage, you can add in raw and sprouted nut butters. You can add mm -hmm. in almond flour, coconut flour, Fermented vegetables, because fermented foods are really like good for your... Yeah, exactly. Even sauerkraut, like little things like that <gasps> in small amounts, so it's so good for your gut. It's like, it is like your gut's like little secret lover that it's not supposed <laughs> to know about, but Please it's so happy. Please don't tell my husband my gut's lover is sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, my gut really loves sauerkraut. <laughs> He's like... Uh, I have a Gross. secret lover. It's sauerkraut. Right. Can, can you do apple cider vinegar? Can you do HCD? That's later on. Okay. Sorry. I'll let you finish. No, that's totally fine. That was my first question. I was like, so when do I get to have real salad dressing? Because that, I'm sorry. I don't want avocado oil on my lettuce anymore. I'm yeah. tired of that. <laughs> With no spices, I get salt, pepper, and avocado oil. This is BS. I don't even get lemon. At least you get salt. Right. You don't get lemon? No. Okay. No Keep acid. going with your diet. I'm really interested. So stage... Three, nut butter, almond flour, or coconut flour, fermented vegetables, and then you can have fibrous vegetables as long as they're cooked. So That's like celery or those kinds of things? Uh, celery, cabbage. Uh, you can also add in fresh herbs, uh, asparagus. Stage four, the fourth week, is when you can start adding in raw vegetables as juice. So at this oh. point in the diet, your, your gut is used to breaking down foods that it sh is not really supposed to be breaking down. We're really meant to be like vegetable eaters yeah. that's like what our bodies are designed for so at this ew i'm not listening Emily, <laughs> Emily, <laughs> Emily, <laughs> i love Emily, 
Jolene me. Jolene gave an hour out. <laughs> so I was really against any part of this fourth stage of the diet. I was like, this sucks. It's just vegetables. <laughs> but it's nice because you start adding these raw veggies in and seeing how your body breaks those down. And as your body breaks down the raw veggies, okay, you can start as juice. You can start actually adding raw vegetables in. You start with vegetables that have the highest water content and work your way towards really fibrous vegetables. And then the fifth stage and the sixth stage and basically on from that is adding in raw fruits again. And so berries and things like that, that have sugar, that your body yeah. has now learned how to break down all those other foods and can easily digest sugar for you instead, as long as it's in a natural form. On this diet, you can also have uh, raw honey. Um, they suggest local to you, which has been my saving grace. I'm like raw honey on everything, even my carrots. I bet. When mm -hmm. I bake, the, uh, yeah, because no sugar or anything. I was a soda fiend before this. I haven't had a soda in eight weeks. Or Emily's any. feeling yep. very attacked she right just now. <laughs> I never thought I would live a day without having soda and doing this diet. So recently we went to Jinja. I don't know if you guys have been there. I love lot, Jinja. But you know those little cucumbers they serve on the side, the mm -hmm. pickled cucumbers? So I tried one and I was like, this tastes like garbage. <laughs> it was so <laughs> sweet, like overpoweringly oh, yeah. sweet because yeah. I don't have sugar. Interesting. Yeah. So, so now your whole body is like. Mm. Yeah, my system is like. Mm. That's no. what people from other countries mm -hmm. say is that we have so much added sugar in mm -hmm. everything, things that yeah. normally don't it's have sugar gross. in them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. It's totally disgusting how much more sugar I was consuming than I ever realized. And so that's basically the, the gist of the diet is like no corn or soy, no dairy, no unnatural sugars, no grains, no gluten. Um, and then your body kind of heals its gut and you can slowly start adding things in. So like the third stage I could eat um, like cooked bell peppers and I tried a green bell pepper, like stuffed bell peppers, I made them, and I got so sick. And really? So like, oh my God, I can never eat these again. <laughs> but they tell you just add it back in another day. Like try right. it a few yeah, weeks later and right. see how you do. But you never add back in the grain or the any of that, right? You can. It's really kind of, you cater it to yourself. So like for me, I've, I'm, I was raised like Italian in an Italian kind of household. So mm -hmm. lots of pasta and lots of rice and all those good, delicious things, lots of cheese. Um, my mom cooked very healthy growing up, but it definitely wasn't as aligned with this diet as what we do now in our right. household, mm -hmm. what Jack and I do. Um, but it's really kind of up to you. So like, I will probably never add gluten back in because I accidentally had a piece of pita, like a pita crisp in a salad the other day from a Greek restaurant and I got super sick. Oh no. no. And I know the only reason was because of gluten. Dang. Okay. Hello mm. twins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew the only it's reason scary. was the gluten. Um, but like I will let myself have rice like once a week or so if I'm really craving it and I know that my body needs something else. And as I move forward and I know that my body has burned basically all the fat that it has. I'm going to have to add something in because I don't yeah. want to wither away to nothing. Yeah, you right. were already thin before all of this. I just had packed on more inflammatory, um, like in areas where your body stores fat for inflammatory reasons. I had packed that on. So like in my face. I feel I, like that's this, my little double chin. No, like little places, like uh, little. inflammatory responses um, in your body are like not right on the front on your belly, but on the sides where like your ovaries would be. So you, you have these areas where your body has more of a response. And I've noticed those areas thinning out a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's really listening to your body and knowing when you've got to add where other things in. Where it is, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like 
I know that I can still, I still have more fat to burn, but I also know that like a couple days ago, I was hungry AF and I was like, I'm going to have some rice and it was delicious. And I put butter on it, <laughs> which is disgusting. And it was so good. <laughs> is it hard when you go to restaurants to figure out like what, can, to, what you can and can't yeah, eat? Yeah. There are like six restaurants we can go to. Nice. <laughs> At the beginning of the diet, the only place I could eat was Jinja because they're the only restaurant that makes their own chicken stock for their chicken soup. Oh. Mm. They don't add any spices into it other than oregano, salt, and pepper. And it's very, like, very basic. Um, but there are a few restaurants in town, luckily, that cater to people that have a lot of dietary restrictions, like Rosemary, uh, mm -hmm. Farina Alto, or Farina Pizzeria. We would love them. Um, mm -hmm. Savoy. <laughs> so it's been nice because it's been a little bit of an experiment. Tonight we had dinner at Rosemary, and they um, have a great menu that they can make most of their items vegan or gluten-free. They cook their food in mushroom oil, which is much better for you than olive oil or canola oil or vegetable oil. So. We've Yum. learned all these new things. Now I want to go to Rosemary. So I know. You should go, have, for sure. Um, so do you find that it's easier now than when you first started? Or is it still yeah. pretty hard? Um, it definitely requires more planning. But at this point in the diet, it's so much easier. The first few oh, weeks, good. I was so miserable. Like three weeks, I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever yeah. done for myself. And why did I do this? No, why? <laughs> what am I doing? But I'm like, I'm I... really sorry. I can tell you're struggling. <laughs> and I was a nightmare. Sorry while I'm eating this cheeseburger right in front of you. I feel real bad for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jack, sometimes he's like, honey, I know you're trying really hard, but I have to have some cheese. And I'm like, you're so mean. <laughs> I'm like, just let me smell it. Like, just put it near my nose I'll smell it he was cute one night he was so right before the diet we got into nerds gummy clusters have you guys oh tried my them? gosh Nathan, doesn't Nathan love those, he Lex, does love those. Lexi loves those too Nathan loves they're those. like Satan and a little uh -huh. gummy cluster <laughs> mm. so like tempting but you shouldn't have it but you know you're gonna <clears throat> your so gut's good. like or some that's what my, yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> my brain says with cheese and my bread. Now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I go on this diet and we had just bought this bag of them and they're like three of them left like a week and he's like, babe, just try one. Just try one. Just like chew it and spit it out. And I was like, that's Dang. disgusting. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I was like, was yeah, really absolutely. <laughs> Why not? I'm like, I'm miserable <laughs> and I'm crying all the time. So yes, I'm going to try this. <laughs> so I pick it out of the bag. I put it in my mouth. As soon as I put it in my mouth and go to chew, I spit it out completely involuntary. I didn't mean to. And Jack was like, it's a sign, babe. You can't have it. Can't do it. As he picks it like, up and puts it in his uh, mouth. Oh, Sorry. It's not for you. No, I was so upset. I was like, that's, you're right. It is a sign. I was like, I can't eat it. So, of course, I didn't because I was so sad at that point. I was like, this is Forget miserable. It. Fine, I'll have some yogurt. 24-hour fermented. I made it myself. It's disgusting. <laughs> so gross. I had to and make it on the weeks, counter. And I can add a berry to it. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Like three of them, if I'm lucky. Oh, my gosh. That's really been the best part is being able to add the raw fruit back in and having You're smoothies all again. What today is berry day. Oh, my, me day. at the grocery store, I'm like, all the berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, whatever. They're whatever. If it ends in berry, I would like berries. it. <laughs> Get out of the berries. <laughs> so oh how God. are you feeling oh. like now? Uh, much better physically and mentally, but also not having had anxiety for so many weeks and not having symptoms of my IC 
has been transformative. I've lived yeah. this way That's with anxiety awesome. my whole life and with IC symptoms yeah. for more than two years, solid, no relief. And so it's yeah. transformed so everything. So do you still, are you still going to the bladder installments? No, I canceled them. Good you for you. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that I was, was like, empowering. I bet like, I'm aggressively <laughs> canceling <laughs> this asshole. Hello, doctor. I'd like to cancel on you because I don't need you anymore. Because my sister-in-law fixed this. Because <laughs> my sister-in-law yeah. gave me this great idea about this diet you told me about six months ago, and I didn't listen to you because you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't care about your training, lady. I don't care about your training. So you said you have... A, um, you were going to give us some resources. Yes. So, uh, so the American Medical Association, of course, has a lot of great resources about IC. But I, I Google them a lot, just so you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They've Bessie. told me you all the cancer would have I have. In common, I feel like. <laughs> okay, I just listened Kayla. to an episode. <laughs> I've scheduled a dermatology appointment after I listened to your episode Kelly's. with Kelly because yeah. I was like, yeah. I have a black line through one of my toenails. Yeah, I'm going to I'm the doctor. Scared. Yeah. I think it's pressure. I'm going to be on a scooter with Joey Fatone any minute now. <laughs> I'm like, sign my cast, baby. It's not on the bottom of my foot, but it is on my foot. <laughs> so the American Medical Association has really great resources about gut health, which I think is the most important part of healing your body yeah. is healing your gut. And so what I would suggest doing is going to them and researching anything you can about gut health and how it pertains to uh, your physiological health, but also your psychological health. I know what health. I'm doing tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Big time. Um, there's also, let me pull her name up real quick. There's a doctor that I follow who's super amazing and insightful about all things women's health, but especially pertaining to your um, reproductive system, which I think for a lot of women is something that we don't find out that there's problems until we're trying uh, to conceive yeah. or yeah. whatever it may be. Until it's too late. Exactly. And it's not something that is so commonly talked about. So let yeah. me grab her. Tara and I have that episode yeah. covered. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. all of us do. Oh, the Seriously. And it's something that I think a lot of women suffer alone in these yeah. kind of circumstances to sort totally. of have someone that like has these resources readily available. That's so open about them is really great. So, mm -hmm. uh, her name is Dr. Corinna Dunlap. Oh. Her Instagram handle is Dr. Dr. Corinna, C-O-R-I-N-A Dunlap, D-U-N-L-A-P. We are all currently writing this down yeah. <laughs> except for Emily. Emily's like, nah. <laughs> I've gone to many a doctor for her. She, Emily's gone to many a doctor for her gut health. So, yeah. So she's, she's, she's she. Um, I found her based off of my current research and kind of what I've been following with my diet, and I really like a lot of what she talks about. But she's more about just empowering you to like advocate for your body, and so that's for me was super important. Um, but she also very closely follows the diet that I'm on and oh, has nice. a lot of resources that are similar to that. Awesome. So those are the two big ones I wanted to talk That's about. Awesome. And also just remind everybody that your health is the most important thing in the world and you should advocate for yourself no Love matter that. what doctors say. Even if you get the right answer right away, get a second opinion. Yes. Fight definitely. for yourself. 100%. And know that... Like you have every right in the world yes. to know everything that's going on within your body yes. and around your body and 
definitely fight for your right yes. to know what's going on. Yes, oh, I, I love, love it. That. And thank you so much. I love that. So first of all, we want to thank Kayla for doing this. Yes, Second thank of all, you so much. she's the first person that's been on our podcast that made a digestive enzymes joke. So <laughs> you get some sort of prize. I don't know what it is, but we'll figure that out. Some sort of trophy. Um, okay, let's move on to trending. Okay, so we, we're going to do a throwback trending first, and we already kind of did this, so we're going to mix it up, do a little twist. We had done the 90s trend that we would bring back, so we're going to move up a decade and do 2000s. Yes, 2000s was 20 years ago, <laughs> friends. So between two, when I say 2000s, I mean between 2000 and 2010, not like all of the 2000s so far. So what 2000s trend would you bring back? And since Kayla's our guest, you start. Yeah, you yeah. only have one because it was so good. You only had one, right? Right, exactly. But it ties into a 90s trend. So nice. first, Perfect. I'm going to say uh, 2000s, like early 2000s puffer jackets. Yes. I love. And they're coming back and I'm so stoked. They Those are. really big floofy mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. puffer jackets with some straight leg crop jeans and some like doc martens yes. which is like that lower half is a little 90s grunge that like speaks to me if i'm not a 70s baby like style wise then i'm definitely a 90s, 90s. baby grunge wise and so it's all coming back jacket. for you right now yeah. oh the, i'm thriving yeah. this is great <laughs> i have I a funny this. puffer jacket story just uh, Cautionary tale, if you will. <laughs> um, I w I um, will get into this later in podcast, but I have an EMT license and I oh. worked on an ambulance for a little bit and we went to a gunshot call and the guy was wearing a puffer jacket and the new EMT <gasps> cut his puffer jacket off. <laughs> oh no. Instead of unzipping it. Oh no. So there were feathers oh, in everywhere. his gunshot wound. I was just oh, <laughs> It was not great. It wasn't cute. It didn't oh. it looked like a duck and the man on the floor got murdered at oh, the no. same time. Oh no. So if you're ever oh. shot, unzip your pu puffer jacket before the EMTs <laughs> get there. Okay, question, did he die? He did not. He was shot with a BB gun. Oh. And acted like he was shot with an AK-74 or It's okay, girl. You tried. I don't know. You saved him. That's yeah. the important part. Oh, he lived. Part. I did all the work. And apparently the puffer wasn't saved, and I'm devastated no, about no, that. No, the it's puffer okay. was not. The we'll paramedics recover. cut my favorite pair of overalls in 1995. Oh, I was no. devastated. Tara, what would you bring back? Okay, so I really love the bootleg. You have a bootleg. couple. Bootleg. I do. Okay. I have a couple. Whiskey? The boot. <laughs> no. That that's in the 40s. <laughs> we'll take a little of that over here. The bootleg jeans. Oh. Okay. Yes. Those are back. And, well, and they were so flattering back in the day. Even like the low-waisted bootleg cut. I don't know. I oh, no. Really did you wear it. your thong I did. I absolutely did. The whale tail? Yes, oh. You had the, the whale tail? I did. Nice. I just, I thought that was very flattering on everybody, the whole bootleg situation. And it was like easy to find in every store you could go. Yeah. And like, there it was. Oh, you want some yes. bootleg jeans? Here we go. Go to the LEI section. Yeah. I have, I remember having Dang, a really hard time that. when we transitioned from bootleg to <laughs> skinny. Yeah. I like resisted mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Same girl. Yeah. It was very flattering. And now I'm resisting going back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah everybody's so like, my. skinnies aren't in style. And I'm like, screw you guys. Like, you didn't yep, go to the hardest decades right. of years mm. to come. Uh, I'll yeah. still wear them. Thank you. <laughs> right. I have another one too. I had Ooh. the Uggs. Yes. I oh. loved 
the, uh, yes. Did they ever go oh, out, though? No, and that's the funny thing is everything I was looking out, at in the 2000s, I was like, well, I still wear a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially right now, they're super on trend. But Uggs, I don't think, ever really went out of style. But yeah. they're so in style again. Like, mm, it's not Yeah, it came back. Mm. Yes. Yes. Just yeah. people like Emily just kept rocking them. All yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. that. Whoever, like, is on, I know this is your jam, but the marketing team for Uggs, they're yeah. like, those rich bitches buy this right? shit every yep. year. Yes. We just yeah. add some buttons one year. Exactly. Next year we add a bow. bow. Right? The I'm like, year. cool, cool. I can like, what wear hell? something to be warm and also fashionable. I'm into it. I just <laughs> bought some with right. bows on the side. It's exactly. amazing. I'm yeah. all the way out on I'm an Uggs junkie. I get a new pair every lot. year. Oh, okay. She puts ice on her feet, people. Yeah, She's no, not going to wear So, Erica, what would you bring back? I'm devastated by that realization the no Uggs, Uggs yeah. are amazingly yeah, comfortable yeah sorry so soft so sorry same, same, I've got same. three Ooh. um so <laughs> fashion wise 2000s was all about the headgear for me the headgear yes it was <laughs> the, the Von Dutch trucker hats yes oh, yeah. it was the fedoras <laughs> and Ugh. the Justin Timberlake bandanas I Ugh. wore all of those back the Von Dutch every Ugh. I would wear a trucker hat every day if I could they're oh, coming so back yeah. in style big time the my hats, like sister-in-law yes. and her all of her friends they go hiking and they're so cool and they do all these really groovy things <laughs> yeah and they all wear trucker hats, and I'm like, ladies. But you gotta like See? cock them Dope. to the side a little yes. bit. You can't wear them straight on. Yes. That's not. It's coming back in. Erica, you can do really? it. Really? Yeah. You should. And not only can you, but you probably I, should. I should. I should. Bring it back, baby. She said I should, Emily. Um, okay, so my second <laughs> one is the reality television in the 2000s was mm-hmm. at peak. Oh, yeah. It MTV, was like a real world. No, that was the 90s. Was it really? Yes. It started but then? like. That was when all the competition stuff started. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> American Race. Idol, Amazing Race, oh, Survivor, oh and yes. Project Runway, America's yes. Next Top Model. And then all the like weird, like throw a bunch of people in a group and figure yeah. it out. So like The Hills, Laguna Beach, all yes. that. And then oh my, gosh, my favorite, and Mike and I were trying to remember the name of it, and I can't. So whoever remembers the name gets a prize. It was on VH1. And it was similar to like Big Brother, but mm-hmm. it was celebrities. It was all celebrities that lived in a house. It, celebrity it was rehab. It was, no, it no celebrity rehab stemmed from it. What are okay. they called when they're washed up? Hasbins. I don't know. Is this a game? Yes, you're right. But the best episode had <laughs> Jordan Knight from the New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. And the list and the Bra- and the dad from the dad Brady from Bunch. The Brady Bunch and Chara was on it. Oh, it's it's the rehab thing though. No. It's the it's the it's rehab the, stemmed from it. Yeah. But it wasn't celebrity rehab. And the surreal life. Surreal life. There it is. Oh, Kayla and Google win. Um, <laughs> but my favorite episode, Jordan Knight is singing and he like hits this like high note. Oh my and gosh. Charo is on it and she goes, It sounds like someone was tushing his balls. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that yes, show. Yes, it was such a good oh, show with so Bern Troyer was on it and he peed in the corner because he was drunk. And then my wow. last one really quick was the, like the two thousands R and B groups. Oh, like oh, yeah. one twelve. Yes. Blackstreet, TLC, uh, like Jagged Edge, Drew Hill. Like I, I would bring any one of those <laughs> R and bad R and B. They were they had like all one hit wonders. Mm. One song. But it they were so good. That's the best though. Yes. Because yeah. it's like song. I can just value you so hard for that one song. I don't right. ever have to care I about don't anything have to else. Buy <laughs> your whole CD Jagged Edge. <laughs> yeah. Just like your Let's you Get Married song. Okay, so be in my heart, Vanilla Eyes. 
<laughs> All right, Emily. <laughs> yep, Emily, what about you? What embarrassingly are you bringing back? Uh, well, uh, the lack of responsibility I had in the 2000s is what I really want to yeah. bring back. <laughs> Hey. You know, a little less mortgage payment, a little less husband and children, you know. I mean, all the way back. All the way back for the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kayla's like, I, I was in kindergarten. I have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. <laughs> My grade level corresponded with the year. So <laughs> let that sink in. Everybody, 2001, first grade, 2002, uh, second grade, 2012. Stop. 12th really? Grade. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's not bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to be the young one in the let's group. Let's shut that lady up. <laughs> <laughs> um, my assistant just asked me today. She's like, it, he, he's like really popular on TikTok. I don't know if you know what that is, uh, but it's like a tic, it's I like don't know TikTok? if you know what that is. <laughs> Punch her in like, the face. You watch cats on TikTok. I'm all nice. When I send them to you. I'm all cool. <laughs> I do know what TikTok is. But. I do know and, what that is and screw you. <laughs> Jerk. Um, so I also said boot cut jeans. They were yes. my fave. Um, Abercrombie had my favorite ones. And then yeah. he came out with a statement wow, saying uppity. that uh-huh. um, older people shouldn't wear his clothes. And I wore them well into You're my all Mr. late Abercrombie. 20s. You don't judge me. <laughs> you know yeah. how in style they are now, Abercrombie? You should get some new ones. Oh. Yeah. They were my all-time favorite. And say, screw you guys. Now you can't wear your clothing too. it was the brand children, Emma. So, right? like exactly. the, yes. The <gasps> style that I wore was the Emma. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> how much did those jeans cost? Too much. Like Let's not talk about it. Seventy bucks, yeah. right? No, they were like fifty bucks. Yeah, and now your like size yeah. was yeah. lower. Like as the numbers yeah. were lower, so as you got yep. into bigger sizes. Mm-hmm. You had to climb a ladder in the store oh, to get that. the size. I was like, this is, this, this is not okay. <laughs> there yeah, are no. a lot of And also, their sizes are so off. Even currently, yeah, like yeah. a zero in their size is like a like a 75 negative zero, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not the same. It's not consistent. Right. And they no, like obviously do some body shaming. They're like, oh, yeah. you need a size Eight. Well, climb this ladder, bitch. Yeah, and then exactly. climb it again, and then climb yeah. it again till you're a six. Yeah, yeah and exactly. once you're done climbing, maybe burn enough calories to fit in the size below <laughs> the one you're climbing for. Oh, and then you can go Great try ladies. them on in the uh-huh. dressing room with no one. We've got some bone broth back there. You should probably try them. <laughs> Buy one, get one free sauerkraut. Uh, it's yeah. not that bad, uh, ladies. Fit <laughs> into the next size down with some right. sauerkraut and bone broth. I'll be back, Abercrombie. I just have to eat some bone broth. Give me two days. Um, I also loved a good cropped cardigan. I, yes. felt, like, I yes. felt like that was super flattering. Yeah. I stole one or two from Tara every yes. time we'd go Sounds out. True. Yeah, you were. Remember we had a friend. Uh, I guess I can say her name. Salisa had a party, and we all had to wear something that started with a C, and we both wore cropped cardigans because we were like, <laughs> we don't know. Girl, I don't. I don't know. A double C, wear. So I also that. did tuck dresses into jeans a lot. You did that. A I would lot. wear Wait, like you tucked them. I would in, like the... a fancy shirt. It would make it look like a fancy shirt. Okay, yeah. I get that. But the trend also was like to wear, <laughs> to wear like over, over, your, over yeah. your jeans. So no, she's actually I was trendy. never on yeah. that trend. She's never, <laughs> I never not even If I'm wearing it, the trend has left. <laughs> uh, the trend has the left the building. Yeah. And I'm taking on something um, new. 
I also liked the chunky necklaces. I ho- held on to those like those, real maybe hard. Too, maybe too long. We held yeah. on to chunky necklaces. Now but they're okay, coming we're back, not just that. not in the same way, right? So like, of course before, they're not because I still have the old ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I can wear you know them. They're out. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Way to right. bring it back. A trend I can't use. <laughs> right. The infinity now, scarf real screwed up my whole schedule. <laughs> I have so many of those, right. like seventy in bags. It's really bad. Oh, yeah. But like the chunky necklaces are coming back in a different way. Where it's like instead of maybe something that's so chunky and so like you have so many pieces yeah. instead you have a necklace that has six different levels and each of them have different something little things on that, yeah. right yeah. Mm-hmm. even like not that's not a chunky necklace and that's not a chunky necklace but you know what i mean like yeah i Dana wore one yesterday almost. i still yeah. wear my chunky Dana necklaces has, like, Dana but they're coming back necklace. you don't have the same level of chunky knock it off <laughs> <laughs> we're not impressed <laughs> it's not enough Retiring all chunky necklaces. Check tomorrow yeah. Saturday. But they're I do out. Like what the like the new like the in new style. Yeah, I like that because it's like not too much, but it's still something substantial. I don't feel like I have to get rid of every necklace. And you're like, yeah. it's not just you looking at my boobs. You can look at my <laughs> chunky uh, necklace. That's my I best part, though. Yeah. So don't cover it up with your chunky necklace. Chunky necklaces. I also had Uggs. Because I love my Uggs. Yes, she yes. does. Emily still rocks. I think your Uggs may be from 2000. <laughs> it's time to buy a new pair. It is. Because I'm always like, girl, that, like you're on the ground now. We got to yeah. get rid of those black Uggs. The heels are totally gone. No. Chris, yeah. if you're listening, Uggs for Christmas. The thing with Uggs for every holiday. They don't really support I your team. Because I wear <laughs> I'm all shit. Her Toms are from 1972. Can we get her new Toms? I also appreciate how much less expensive Uggs are now and Toms and True. even like yeah. all right. those shoes they than really they used are. to yeah. be. Like if you want to be on nice. trend, you don't have to spend yeah. a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know. I always anymore. bought the Payless version. I always so <laughs> I always joke <laughs> really with my don't. cousins in Chicago because they're on trend the year before we yes. are. Yeah. So by the time we're on trend, it's cheaper than yeah. it is there. And I'm like, True. really? You spent $72 for those Toms? Well, I spent 43 So <laughs> wish yeah. you lived in um, Albuquerque. I went to Stripe and they were $35 and they weren't on True. sale. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. All right, Dana, do you have tre- what 2000 trends would you bring? Oh, I'm excited I don't know. I, I, the, are there any that you got rid of? Or are you still just doing them? It's all? hard for me for trends <laughs> because the the thing that I go to the most is music. Right. Same. Yep. <clears throat> First thing I, I Googled always was jump music. to music. Same. And even I've been so tired of my music rotation that mm-hmm. I've actually been listening to this a lot lately. Yeah. So as soon as you oh. asked the question, I was like, oh, this is right That's in what my it mind. Is. So what is it? So it is uh, Puddle of Mud, Evan Evanescence. Three Doors oh, Down, so the Candlebox, oh, Kings I of Leon. Yeah, the, uh, all what of do you them. call it? Uh, Lollapalooza, mm. Edge yes. Fest. Yes, that was my jam. Like, really, and subjected Lexi to this. I'm like, here's your music education for this week. It's uh, Candlebox. Yeah. Well, what does Lexi yeah. think about that music? Like, I'm she really curious to, to jump know. out of the movie she hates vehicle. It? Yeah. <laughs> Really? She actually well, it depends on how she feels about it when you ask her or when Dana asks her. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it. I, <laughs> Lexi, she loves Guys, it. Dana I really Lexi, love social experiments, so let's try <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm she did down. actually tolerate it for 30 minutes the other day driving, so I was pretty Good impressed. You, I was like excited to show her all the things, and it did play Tie Me to the Bedpost. Taryn, I went to the concert. Who was that? Eve uh, Six. Yeah. Eve Six. Six. Yes. Wow. They and have like one song. It, that, that's it. One real short concert. <laughs> <laughs> one great song. <laughs> we saw them open for um, Third Day Blind. Yeah. yeah. Nice. 
Um, so yeah, I would the music. I mean, I still love yeah, that. Yeah. So music. there's a concert coming, which I'm trying to convince Emily to go because I convinced Emily's friend to go. So then Emily has to go uh, next year called Friends and Lovers, and it's basically the 2000s like R and B, like Ashanti, Ja Rule. It's girl, all I the thought people. you were gonna tell me the grunge stuff. I was no, so almost no. in. But I decided to make a whole Spotify. <laughs> Like playlist oh, of just, so I pulled up the like list of everyone that's coming and then I pulled up their music on Spotify and just added those songs. So Erica now is a master Spotify to me. If I can <laughs> not work, I will not work. <laughs> yeah, the, the level of Spotify um, that Erica's at is like level oh, 600. She's Spotify. amazing. So I saw. I saw this on an episode of a Bravo show and they like talked about it in a circle and I was like, oh, this has to be our next trendy. So you walk into your house and of course Tara's husband, Nathan, had so many questions. So I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> you walk into your house and all of your exes are standing in your house. So my vision for it was I'm the age I am now and my exes are the age they are now as well. I'm so, my vision is Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Right. Have you seen oh, this? Oh, no, no. It's a romance movie. Girl. Well, Matthew McConaughey, he gets... Is there a murder in it? No, I no, haven't seen but it. he walks on and all of his girlfriends that he's ever had are, are standing, standing there. there. Okay. Yeah, so like that. All your exes are standing there. You get to reply with five words, and then that's it. You get five words. That's yeah. it. And then you turn around and walk back out. So the, they look the same as when you broke up with them? No, yes. I or, say I... Or they look the same, or they look how they do now? My thought is they look how them. they do now, but okay. it, what, it's whatever your vision. I know. I whatever know. your five care. words I'm need just, to be. I mean, yeah. we're not that old. How many... Oh, well, my okay. exes were in high school, uh, <laughs> so I'm that old. All right, so Kayla, what are your five words for your exes? Do you have like a lot, like not to pry, but do you have an... I do. An aggressive amount like, of X's like I do. <laughs> no, I have a decent number Well, nobody X's, has an amount like you do. Whoa. Kayla's <laughs> amazing. So I'm sure she has I have a few X's, like one in particular who is just like such a horrible human, but it doesn't matter if the last one I had before him cheated on me with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, so like a bad experience oh, no. altogether. Better than recovery room. So um, what are your five words? So first I throw up and then... <laughs> After I throw up, I go, oof, I need a joint. <laughs> bravo, bravo, and then if I have more words after that, it's who has the weed. Who has the weed? Which <laughs> one of you assholes brought the weed? Yeah. Bravo, Who's Kayla. I love the it. joint, bitches. <laughs> I need it. That is part of my gap diet, and I'm going to need it. I'm right. Need they it. said yeah. herbs. I'm like, hey, doc, you said herbs. I'm smoking them, and I'm ingesting them. <laughs> All right, Dana, what are your five words? All so you of my walk in. relationships, I've been so not wanting to hurt anyone mm -hmm. and so protective of their feelings and wanting them to be okay. My first five words would be, it's not me, it's you. Good Yes, job. girl. Yes. 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 God, I'm a fucking catch and all these yes, other motherfuckers. Are. No, my no. favorite it's thing about is when damn Dana time says, you that. I'm a catch. Right? <laughs> it's my favorite. Because I'm like, yes, you are. 
Put that in your brain. It's yes. your catch. I feel like her bio on any website, including professional, should be I'm a catch. <laughs> I'm like, honey, you are. Like, and it's time people realize that. See that. Yes. Everybody should realize that. It's not me and Jake talk about it yeah. all the time, and I'm like, somebody else needs to realize this woman is amazing. Yes, she is. She is amazing. Oh, I love you. So we love her. <laughs> even though I, even though we pick on her, we really love her. Oh, That's you guys are and amazing. you guys are all amazing. That's mm, Emily's all right. Oh my god. <laughs> you can tell we, who's we the best of the friends here. here. Well, so. <laughs> Emily and I are now under the table. I do compliment. Right. She has great hair. Nice I'm thing. feeling it as we speak. It's she's amazing and her she hair is great. She's all right. I'll keep her. All right, probably just don't compliment my, my asshole She's best like, friend. please stop touching my hair. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I haven't showered in six weeks like right. your sister, so I need you to bring that down. I'm more of an Abby than a Max, so. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I identify as an Abby, so please stop touching my hair. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Those are her siblings. Oh. <laughs> um, oh my God. All right, Emily. Let's hear it. Um, I would first probably say we were on a break. <laughs> just, we were on a break. Just, oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. Just to break attention. <laughs> um, we were on a break. That oh, that's five words. Right. Or I'd be like. Well, nothing to see here. And I would leave. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang. Burn. You're just going to burn that extra burn. Burn. Nice. There's like two of them in the room. It's right. being real like, awkward real hey, quick. You guys, no offense, but screw you. I'm married and I don't want anything to do with you. So <laughs> nothing to see here. That's more than five words. Can you? <laughs> there was a like a rule. Jeez. Uh, I love to break rules. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please oh, no. have me back. Oh, no. I not believe that for a second. Uh, All right. Tara, you have five words for your exes. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, this is what I want to say to you. Hey, pretty That's lady. way more than five words already. That it's was the not perfect. you. It's me. <laughs> oh, it was the opposite. No, That's not was... you. It's me. I, you said it's not me, it's you. Yeah. Oh, it's so not that, you, it's me. You, okay. Same wow. thing, just reverse. Just I have questions. Yeah. How do you, okay, so say you have more than five words. How do you address them before you say, it's not you, it's me? That's a good question. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> so, so nice to you see you here, here today. today. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to this gathering. Welcome, I brought you here today. Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys could welcome all make it. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> This is step 11 gonna, of the process. I'm going to try and get out of here as soon as possible. Right? Some people so. call this place purgatory. <laughs> I call it You'll my here nightmare. So. This is the what you need to tell you your therapist. Ready? Get, write this down because this is what you're going to tell your therapist. I told you you were just a friend. <laughs> All right, Bismarcky. He's just a friend. <laughs> so you do know how to contact me. <laughs> well. Oh, Wait, really? Crazy. But this is true, though. Tara oh, always said everyone was a friend. I'm like, girl, you got to tell these boys. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Friends. No. <laughs> In Tara's defense, sometimes you are like going steady with this dude and you're yes. like, he's just a friend. He's yes. just a friend. He's just yes. a friend. And then eventually it's like, mm. Yes, he's well, just a friend. A like, exactly. No, I know. Tara is so loving to everyone. Yes, but then you it have this like moment where it's like, oh, that's not just a friend. No, <laughs> shit's yeah, always a just a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just a friend too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, you say you're just a friend. Right, dang. Oh, oh R- baby, R.I.P. Bismarcky. You got, you got me. What I need. Oh, now we've gone off the <laughs> whole rails. <laughs> Damn it. Get it back. Anyway, so um, I'm going to cheat on mine a little bit. It's five yes. words, but it's a little bit of a cheat. I love a cheat. So Did you use a conjunction? A little hey. bit. I just repeated some words. Did you use it? So I'm going to go ahead and Why quote um, the movie Half Baked because <gasps> my exes will be in a room and I will say, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you're, you're cool. cool. You're fuck out. you. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Yes. I've got a few fuck yous and a full few you're cools. And then I'm going to go ahead and head on. That out. was perfect. Best answer. Yes. Thus it was five far words. It just was repeated. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. That was the no, best that answer. No, that counts. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I agree. I love that. I, I love wish that I had too. thought of that. I know. Yes. Erica, you you won that round, so, clearly. So, uh, Tom and Javier, you're the fuck yous. <laughs> the, rest, the rest of you, the other 76, Tom and 78 Javier. of you. <laughs> you're cool. <clears throat> I hate Tom we'll and Javier. separate them into groups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah. two, if you could yeah. move to the left, the other 46 of you. <laughs> you could just right. stand in the circle you're that the says fuck you. Square, <laughs> you're the you're cool square. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite episodes oh, yes. ever. Yes. Agreed. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're so happy that you're joining yes. us. Yes. And this what is makes the us thank you, Kayla. Continue to the end do of the what summer we do. Tour. This is the finale yes. of our summer tour. Thank you, Kayla, Kayla for joining us. Next time we're back, we are in season two. With the four of us bitches. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you guys so much. We love you so much. Hope you had a fabulous summer. Cheers to Cheers. Uh, Fall 2121. Cheers. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on Didn't See That Coming. Make sure to visit our Instagram and Facebook at DSTC Podcast, where you can check out photos from the show. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a rating on iTunes or Spotify. That would help us out and tell a friend. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.